there is an ancient legend of a place known as the City of the Dead. They came to uncover its secrets. They sought to unlock its treasure. You must not read from the book! You have unleashed a creature that we have feared for more than 3,000 years. We are in serious trouble. The Mummy. The day is coming. The earth will tremble. The dead will rise. The most terrifying power on earth is about to be reborn. The Mummy returns. 2,000 years ago, China's Dragon Emperor conquered half the world. Now, he is returning to finish the job. Here we go again. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. A tyrant who enslaved a nation. A warrior who would become their only hope. The Scorpion King. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Geeking Poetic Podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Larry Roberts. Across the table with all the Egyptian paraphernalia uh, strewn about it is the other host known as Vito Marchese or Vito Tep. Vito Tep. You don't mess with Vito Tep. <laughs> you do not. Prince Vito Tep. <laughs> and then... One hell of a mummy right here in the middle. <laughs> got all the the mummy in the middle. So we've got uh, what's what's her name? Yeah, how do we say that? Anaxan Magoon. What yeah. was it? What were you talking? Anaxan Magoon, <laughs> <laughs> otherwise known as Megan. What's your last name? Guess. No, I'm not gonna guess. Well, you're gonna have to. I don't know what to tell you. Her name's Megan Guess. <laughs> That's her real name too. Seriously, so, it is. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we are not going to do a usual like podcast thing or top five kind of thing here. This month we're doing one of our little uh, movie retrospective kind of things, kind of like we did with Independence Day and Predator mm-hmm. and everything, where we're going to talk about... Uh, uh, we all collectively like this, but it was mostly Megan's idea. It was my idea. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. The first Mo- one, anyway. I was going to say movies, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be some debate on this, but what we are talking about, folks, is none other than La Mumia. <laughs> and for you English speakers, that is The Mummy. Uh, <laughs> more specifically, we're going to be talking about the uh, the uh, Stephen Stephen Summers, Summers series. series. Yeah. Like, I mean, we'll talk a little bit about other mummy stuff you know because there's a lot of mummy history there is a lot of mummies in cinema especially in real life there's tons of mummy history (laughs) but that's being saved for a whole other podcast that we're gonna do Um, we just can't get enough of them yeah Mm -hmm. exactly when i see a mummy i go out of my head i just can't get enough (laughs) i just can't get enough sorry I got to get one in. You know, oh, I got to get one. A little Depeche Mode in there, all right? So <laughs> indulge me. But uh, anyway, Megan, wh- what made you decide you wanted to talk about this specifically? Because I wanted to talk about it for Mother's Day. And I love this movie. And it just so happened to also come out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. It's a movie just for me. Yeah, what, what, and I what, love this movie. I what, just love it. What year was it? Uh, 1999 when I graduated yeah. high school. 
Okay. It was my graduation birthday present. I would say, I don't know if you do you want to say when your birthday is, but I mean, people could just look it up on fucking Wikipedia and they'll figure it out. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, it was May, May 7th, 7th, 1999. Yeah. And the second one almost came out on your birthday. It came out May 4th, 2001. Mm. So, it was a day off. Mm-hmm. So close. Yeah, I don't remember if I saw those, the second one in the theater or not. I didn't see any of them in the theater. No. No. Oh, that's a shame. I know it is a shame. If it ever comes back around, my ass will be there. Yeah, yeah. in Dolby. <laughs> in Dolby. Oh my god, that would be amazing. That would be cool. Um, I know I saw the first one in the theater. I mm. don't remember if I. S- yeah, wait. The, se- the second one is with Scorpion King and stuff. Yes. Yes. At the very end. Yeah. So yeah, I did. I saw both of those in the theater. Nice. Mm-hmm. You missed out. Yeah. Rub it in. I just did. Yeah, rub it in a little more. <laughs> well, put some salt in there. They're probably never going to bring it back to theaters. So, dude, how's, how's what that? the fuck? <laughs> Is that salt in the wound not, enough? Not, for you? Co- not cool. I don't know. That's not true. I mean, well, they tried. Didn't they try to like kind of reboot? Or I don't know if it was a continuation, but the Mummy with Tom Cruise. It was a reboot. Was That's... it 2017 reboot? Oh, okay, because yeah. essentially, I heard he was supposed to be in the original Mummy as he the Brendan was. Fraser role, right? Mm-hmm. He was in the running to be the original Mummy. There were some weird or, ones in, in there. there. Leonardo oh, DiCaprio. DiCap- he was the closest he, to coming yeah. to it. That yeah. would have been a very different kind of movie, I think. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. Like, like the three main ones that I saw was that it was Leo was almost in it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we got Brendan Fraser, who was in it. And then there was an early version that was supposed to have Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. That was. Like, that, that would be weird. I mean, because that was in, it's supposed to be in like modern times, wasn't it? Yeah, that I was. That was like a whole. Uh, uh, yeah, that was supposed to be in contemporary times, mm-hmm. and it was like a love story and stuff. But it was mm-hmm. like I, it's just interesting how they came up with this idea of like let's do a new mummy movie. They hadn't done anything mummy at least since like the Hammer horror stuff from yeah. like the seventies, sixties, and everything. Uh, I know, like Christopher Lee was in one of the mummy movies yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. and, and so that was probably i don't remember the exact date but it was like late 60s early 70s something like that but the idea that they came up with like let's do a new mo- 59 um, it was what 59 oh it was wow. that early i thought it was 60s yeah well christopher lee is 59 hmm. yeah because I, I thought the hammer stuff was in the 60s and 70s no well hammer started i think it started in the 50s Did they? okay yeah mm-hmm. but um to just go through that many different incarnations before it finally got made, you know what I mean? Like th- this, the the Daniel Day Lewis one, from what I read, just was like so completely different from what we ultimately got a few years later. Yeah, it was like a whole bunch of completely different kinds of scripts, it was like dark and sexual. And then you got this modern day Daniel Lewis one, where it's Which like a love story, like Clyde Barker and like. George uh, Romero were attached to one, one of them. Really? Yeah, I didn't right? know about that. Wow. I didn't catch that. I missed that bit. Yeah. Hmm. And then one of them, like, Imhotep's supposed to be woken up by an MRI machine. <laughs> I heard about that one. <laughs> and he, like, they, like, fall in love with the archaeologist and stuff. And he breezes this, like, his, his big, like, sidekick henchman or whatever. And they raise hell. And fucking MRI machine. Right? <laughs> right? I was like, oh, come on. I was like, well, I guess. Mummy's like, yeah. It was the 90s. If that's what we, we... would have gotten, that's. We, been, didn't, we'd we feel did, differently. But. We didn't care about science in the 90s. 
Yeah. Just a mummy. He's like laying there and he wakes up. He's just like, whoa, shit, I didn't drink my barium shake. What are you doing that MRI on me already? This isn't going to come out not right. Ready. You're not going to get good results like that. Be like, we're sorry, mummy. We're going to have to do a colonoscopy next. <laughs> the MRI did not work. With the fucking brain uh, drill through the Ooh. nose. Can oh. you imagine that one? Owie. No, thanks. Brutal. I, yeah, colonoscopy him with yeah. a bunch of them scarabs. Oof. Oof. right, yeah. But um before we get too much into um before we get too much into these movies, the mummy movies. So like let me ask you guys, like do you remember when you first saw or knew about like mummies or the mummy or anything like that like did you guys ever see the older movies or like were you infatuated with any of that when you were a kid Vito. the movies no but I stick, stink, I can't even talk <laughs> distinctly remember okay. in third or fourth grade we learned about Egypt and mummies and stuff and I was fascinated by that stuff and I think that sparked my love for ancient societies and, and ancient Egypt for sure ditto yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, from a very early age, I loved Egypt, ancient Egypt, everything about Egypt. I was all about it. It's like I definitely would want to go there. Yeah. I almost, yeah, I mean, I almost even, went there. Yeah, even with the way it is right now, I know it's not exactly safe, but I would still, it's like my, on my, um, Bucket oh, list. Bucket list. That's how I keep saying death list, but bucket well, list. Well, if we you go. go there, it probably would be on your <laughs> death list. It'd be worth it. Yeah, I desperately would love to go there and do like an archaeologist thing and like get to be it for a day and do stuff. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I'd be so down for that. You guys have a lovely trip. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> I'll be back here in the good old U.S. of A. Where so no desire to go to Egypt. You know what? I, Egypt, if, if situations were. If it was safer. Right. We wouldn't have to take out life or kidnapping yeah, insurance. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, then, didn't they have to take out kidnapping insurance on the actors? They did, and they didn't tell them that until after Ooh. filming was done. Yeah. Like, oh, mm, man. We'll just kind of keep that little tidbit to ourselves. But they were like protected by the actual military. That don't the mean The entire nothing. time, too. That don't mean nothing. So they over already there. knew it was it's a treacherous filming situation, and they went back for two more films. So come on. Well, here's the thing. I just, I don't know. I, you're talking about not only the political issues and unrest and everything, but you're talking about scorpions, <laughs> spiders, shit ton of sand, heat, oppressive heat. Street peddlers who just want to rip you off. <laughs> you know. You go to Tijuana and get yeah. that. Yeah. I ain't going to Tijuana either. <laughs> yeah. No no offense to people from Tijuana, but you know, I I think they yeah, I think they would be like, Yeah, you probably better off not going here. Um Well we'll just we'll go and we'll get that special drink that they had to drink every two hours. We'll be fine, we'll be nice and hydrated. They had to drink a special drink. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, like their scientists or medical team had to come up with a special drink for them to drink to stay hydrated because water wasn't enough. To keep them hydrated. Well, yeah. Okay. So here's all right. So that's adding to the thing. So there are so many things that I heard about in the making of this movie where it, you know, 
th- they had to drink a special drink. Uh, you know, they had to take out insurance on them in case they got kidnapped. Uh, there was a bunch <laughs> of people and the speaking of the spiders and the and the all that uh, crap, mm-hmm. uh, scorpions and all that stuff. That people were getting bit and stung all the time and yeah, having to be airlifted, airlifted yeah, and it's... all that on all that and. Although I guess this could have happened anywhere, basically. But Brendan Fraser almost died mm-hmm. in the in the first movie in that scene when he almost well, well they, they hung him and they hang they literally him, almost they, did. They cut him down, but yeah, he they almost killed him with that. Mm-hmm. So unconscious for like eighteen seconds or something like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah, some serious shit. That's borderline like brain damage, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then again, it's Brendan Fraser. Well. So. Yeah. Could you tell? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. I actually really like Brendan Fraser, yeah, man. I, I like a lot of his movies. He was one of my favorites in the mm-hmm. 90s. Encino Man, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Encino <laughs> Man. <laughs> That's where my first film with him. Yep, you me too. Loved it. Yep. Um, gosh, what was my Speaking first? Speaking of mummies kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was my first? Yeah, it might have been Encino Man. I thought there was some before that, though. Of course, I loved Airheads, you know. Mm, That's right. Yeah. yeah, Airheads was fucking awesome. And I liked that other one when with him and uh, when he grows up in the uh, air air raid shelter thing and he doesn't come out until like yeah. the 1990s. Oh. That's not... Yeah, uh, it's not pleasant. Something is it? No, is that a different movie? no, that's a different one. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, but yeah. that's a really good movie. Yeah, um, I haven't. I only saw it a few times, but it's been years. But anyway. Yeah, you guys. So, so Megan, do you do you? So you're a a Brendan Fraser fan, or are you a Brendan Fraser fan? Both. Yeah, that's what I I had a feeling. <laughs> so freaking cute. Yeah, I had a feeling. Mm. I've known so many girls that are crazy about him. You know, it was like oh, George in the Jungle. Yeah, George in the Jungle. That's actually not a bad movie. It's stupid, but it, it's George of the Jungle. It's supposed right. to be. But anyway, getting back to my initial point (laughs) is that they had all these horrible things happen. They barely made it through. And these were people on a fucking multi-million dollar, like $80 million. million. Yeah, like a huge, especially for the time. Oh, yeah. Big, big money. Multi-million dollar set of a movie, and they still barely made it. You think my dumbass is gonna go over there? <laughs> on the, on you know, taking the Southwest Airlines version of a flight over there, and you know, hooking up with some guy named Mahmood who's gonna show me around <laughs> and I barely know and trust. Yeah. Well, you don't go there by yourself. You you go with a you know a reputable tour guide company uh-huh. that would bring you over there. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. They'll take care of you. It'll be fine. I almost went with Graham Hancock four, year, four or five years ago, but then that shit went down with the government and shit got really bad and they canceled the trip. So I couldn't go. <laughs> well, there you go. So my problem is what happens if you go over there and you're there and, and shit gets there. bad? Yeah. Well, at least you made it to Egypt, man. That's and how you, I see yeah, it. Yeah, you make it to Egypt, you die, you're good. That's one of my bucket list you, items. You so. get, to get buried with the pharaohs and be the yes. new mummy. There you go. It's a win-win. I don't see what your problem is. You're here. gonna resurrect me in three thousand years, right? Prince Vitotep. Here he comes. <laughs> it's gonna be real. Yeah. <laughs> F that noise. <laughs> you guys, like I said, you guys have a lovely time. You have a great trip over there, and I'll be back here holding down the fort. I'll be making all sorts of videos going. Well, they're still not back. I guess I'm going to make another toy review video. And uh, 
Here's a video of me talking about Aerosmith albums <laughs> and stuff. In the meantime, uh, you know. Where in the world is Megan and Vito? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's like... Meanwhile, somewhere in Cairo, and it's like... <laughs> They're in like a chain gang, like they're they're like handcuffed at their wrists and ankles and stuff next to each other out in the sweltering heat. Like this is another fine mess you've gotten me into, Megan. Oh gosh, no, uh, yeah, I have. See, no, what's going to happen no. is we're going to be stuck there, and we'll be cursing you because if you had come, none of this would have happened in the first place. So this is your fault. Why would it, it just? It just is. There's no rhyme or reason to it. No, it see, okay, here's the problem with that. You can try to, no, 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 and here's the thing. I'm going to shoot you down real quick with this, all right? See, Vito and I are both in November's Doom, okay? We're both in that band. The more members of November's Doom you get together, the higher the risk yeah, comes. All right, all right. <laughs> like, the worse the luck becomes. I, I. So I follow you. You stand a better <laughs> chance just being with only one member of November's Doom. If you have two or more, like you're really asking for trouble. That explains a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> never mind that. Well, you know, for me, when I, yeah, I mean, like I'm, I'm fascinated with Egypt and all that stuff, but it was always, it was never one of those things where I was like, gosh, I'd love to go there. It was always just more like, you know seeing it in movies and books and cartoons and stuff like the closest I ever probably came to that was when I was a kid and there was like that infamous episode of uh Johnny Quest when I was a little kid do you you guys know Johnny Quest I know the name mm-hmm. but I haven't watched it there I remember and they always would show it in the intro this mummy and the, the animation for Johnny Quest is awesome um and it just it like seeing that and growing up watching like creature feature and uh the Saturday afternoon matinee movie and they would show the uh, the old uh, Karloff mummy movies and all that stuff like and then of course because every episode comes back to this I had a Mego <laughs> mummy figure and it glowed in the dark really nice. which was uh, it was actually really cool I should have brought it I don't you know should have brought it what were you thinking <laughs> it's buried somewhere no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> but seriously I you know so it was like I was always I was always into it. I guess my point is that I was always more infatuated with Egypt and stuff from the more fantastical view from like horror movies, cartoons, comics, mm-hmm. reading about it. Not so much like you guys where you're really into the archaeological side yeah. of things. Yeah, I was just going to say that I wasn't I never watched the earlier ones because they were all like more horror films. Right. And I'm not big in that genre. I'm not. But either, as soon but... as something like. This movie come out. The Mummy is more like Indiana Jones style and totally, archaeology yeah. and shit like this. Like right. I'm down. Yeah. Um, I love it. Every bit of it. Love it. Which I get. I'm down with that. There's so. tons of Indiana Jones nods in these movies oh, for yeah. sure. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Good stuff. Cool. Don't know if you know this, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna keep saying it. Sorry. Just well, we'll find we out. If, tally. We'll love find it. out if you love all of them in the series or not. Right. Spoiler alert, I don't. (laughs) All right, well, let's just start going through the movies. Just talk a little bit about each of them and Mm -hmm. stuff. So the first Mummy movie uh, of what we're talking about. Of this series. Of this series and everything. um, Came out, as you said, May of 1999. Mm -hmm. And uh, when did you first see it? 
I don't know. Don't it, was, know. it was on video by the time I got to see okay. it. So Okay. Same with you. I honestly don't remember. I think I saw it in the theater. Yeah. But I also remember distinctly watching it at home on, on uh, TV with friends. So I don't... It's blurry, man. That time of my life is <laughs> a little blurry. But yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw it in the theater, but I could be wrong. Well, I'm sure most people that are watching or listening to this probably have seen it or know, but do you want to just give them like a little rundown of what the movie's about? So basically, Evie, Evelyn, she's a, like an archaeologist, librarian. Like a librarian, yeah. really. Yeah. Like, kind of but thing, where she wants to be an archaeologist right. and stuff, but she doesn't have enough field work, so they won't put her out there right. or take her seriously. And her brother, Jonathan, whom I love, <laughs> love Jonathan, um, He's kind of like an opportunistic dude. He's and a he's, goof. Oh, he's all in yeah. it for the money. Yeah, he sure and is. And he's goofy <laughs> and silly. He doesn't take anything serious except for getting money. Yep. And he's like finds the map to finds the map for Hamanatra. Yeah. And they take it to her her main dude at the library, and he like purposely sets it on fire because turns out he's one of the protectors of Hamanatra. And so it burns off that part of it. And but they take they go back and they find Rick. Brendan Fraser, in case you don't know. And it turns out that Jonathan stole the map from him and the, the, what turns out to be the key that they're going to need. So they like go on this big journey and find Hamanatra and she's like, oh, what harm's going to be coming from reading a book? You're fucking archaeologist. You don't know better than to read a goddamn book. Come well, on. Well, well, wait. Well, you're, you're skipping a few details here. What so. am I skipping? Well, you're saying say- about the book. One of her main reasons for wanting to go to Hamanatra, this lost city, is because she wants... Which book is it? It's the book of... Book of the Dead, isn't no, it? It's no, it's not the Book of the Dead. It's the other book. It's the... It's like the Book of Life kind of thing, because mm-hmm. there's the two they're, books. Yeah, but they're opposite yeah. of whatever you think they are. Yeah, right. the Book of Life brings... Okay. So that's like her main thing, whereas people like uh, Jonathan and uh, Brennan Fraser's character, Rick, mm-hmm. yeah, they want to go because they want, you know, there's all these stories of massive amounts of tomb uh, treasures. Well, and Rick gold. doesn't want anything to do with it. Right. Yeah. And he's been there before. Right. He's and just their guide. He kind of, yeah. But he, she, had, he pr- she promised to get him out of jail and being hung. And yeah. So he took her. Oh, should we? I guess it's too late. And if you don't know this, this we're, we're not holding anything back. This is, this is plenty of spoilers, folks. So. If you're like, I haven't seen these movies, then don't. Movie's but. 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Literally, yeah, it's 20 crazy. years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exact this week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but anyway, um, you know, yeah, it's the usual, of course. Evie and Rick start to kind of take a fancy at each googly other. at each other. I love them together. Yeah, they have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. But yeah. meanwhile. Rachel Weiss, <sighs> Evie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like. More into that later. <laughs> I like. I like her. I'm kind of drawn towards like those 17th and 18th, 19th century looking kind of British broads, yeah. <laughs> like that. You know, like you got a good look to them. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. I was always that's you know that's why I like those movies like Somewhere in Time and Casanova mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's. But anyway, the point is. Um, Meanwhile, the the problem with all of this is is not only are they fighting against uh, e- Egyptian soldiers that have been 
uh, raised for generations to prevent people from coming to Hamanatra and discovering it mm-hmm. and everything. They're also racing against other opportunistic archaeologist guys. Yeah, the American guys who want to get there as well. And the biggest problem is, unbeknownst to all of them, that it is cursed as all hell <laughs> by Imhotep. Yeah. Who is? What, what's Imhotep? He's the highest priest of Yeah, the priest Pharaoh. sorceress, yeah, mm-hmm. of Seti I. Yeah. And unbeknownst to the Pharaoh, the secret lover of... Anaxunamun. Anaxunamun. A drinking game for all you folks out there. Father of Nefertiti. Yeah. Drinking game for all you guys. If you guys watch any of the, well, the first two mummy movies, every time they say Imhotep or Anaxunamun, you have to take a shot. And you will literally die. Be dead. (laughs) And we'll need the book of life (laughs) or the book of the dead to bring you back to life because it's like every fucking three minutes, one of those is said. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's nuts, man. Right. Don't do it, folks. (laughs) Just don't even listen to them. It's a bad suggestion. Don't do that. It's a very bad suggestion. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, you know, seriously. So delving into this a little bit, it's a a great movie. And I I really enjoyed it at the time. But God, these people are stupid. (laughs) You know, and it's just like one problem. One, I guess you call it a plot hole, but okay. You know, Evie's extremely smart. She knows so much about this whole thing, you the know. Lore and all that. The, all of it, mm-hmm. you know. She can speak ancient uh, Hebrew and all this kind of stuff. Like, how does she not know well enough to not read from the book out loud? Exactly. Well, we wouldn't have a movie if she didn't. I know, yeah. but. Movie tropes. Why did she Ugh. have to do it? Why couldn't. Yeah, the other guy that woke up was like, don't read. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't read. I'm like, she know better. Why did she do it? Like no harm came from reading a book. Yeah, that's what she. The says. whole point of the goddamn book. <laughs> it's like, how do you not know that? You knew. I could understand if she was like, I have no idea what this book is, but she knew what the book was. That's exactly. why she went there. So it's like, I'm just going to read from it. Like, oh, really? You dumb broad. <laughs> Dizzy gal. <laughs> I don't know anybody who would possibly do something like that. <laughs> I would <laughs> just to see what would happen. Well, that's was true. <laughs> but see, you would do it out of just being like, being like, yeah, fuck it, yeah. I'll do it. I could do it for being a dick. Yeah, I'd do it for being a dick. But you'd do it because you'd you'd like read and then you'd be like, oh shit, I probably shouldn't have read that. <laughs> oh, oops. Yeah. Went no, too I, far. I read too far. I, I would to not stop. take a crowbar to any kind of stone in the pyramid. Because I know too well how much acid is stored behind those stones. Oh. Yeah, that was grim. So you have a limit. Not going to stick your hand in no. any like holes or anything. No, no I know better. I've seen no. enough of these movies to know that much. I would still read from the book like a dumbass, but <laughs> I would. <laughs> that's not, your line. Yeah, that's that's where I draw it. All right, good to the know. Mind is here, no father. <laughs> <laughs> but I love acid melting scenes in movies. <laughs> If I've said that a couple times before, I just love them. <laughs> I just cannot get enough of them. They're gross at the same time. They are extremely enthralling. I don't know. <laughs> just sucks you right in, yeah, huh? It does. <laughs> I don't know. Those kind of scenes just burn me up. <laughs> 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 Your 
You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Anyway, so yeah, that movie cost them about 80 mil. Mm-hmm. And they made back just on like the opening weekend or something, didn't they? They made a lot of money. Forty three mil on the op- yeah. just on opening weekend. I think it grossed like four hundred and ten or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like by the end of the day, day or whatever, or in the cycle. Right. Right. Super successful. So literally, like the next day <laughs> after that it opened and it did so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they got the call from the studio saying, make another one. <laughs> like, you've struck gold here, buddy. <laughs> so they did. They made another one. And uh, that is The Mummy Returns that came out in 2001, a day after Vito's birthday. <laughs> and, uh, and I still have my glasses on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Oh, that's okay. Now you guys know the magic that we edited <laughs> two pieces together. Yeah, I think Ooh. they'd figure it out. <laughs> the jig is up. Damn, they're on to us. I think they'd figure out when they cut to the next scene and like things are moved around <laughs> and we're not in the same position we were two seconds ago. It's like the November's Doom Live DVD all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so in this movie... It's kind of more of the same, except now it's uh, years have passed, and now Rick and Evie are married, and they have a son. What's his name? Alex. Alex, Alex right. That pain in the ass kid. You didn't like him, huh? I kind of dug him in this I movie. I, I, I loved him and Jonathan together. Yeah, I don't <laughs> mind him as much as I normally can't stand kids in these movies and everything, but, you know, to show... That he takes after his mother, mm-hmm. he, he dimwittedly uh, put the cuff on, yeah, put the, the bracelet, put the the yeah, enchanted bracelet thing on, and then started the whole thing over again mm-hmm. with bringing back uh, Imhotep. And uh, actually, the kid that like, played Alex, right? He he was like a big fan. Of yes, the movie. yeah, he was a huge fan. He saw it like 30, 40 times before he yeah. was cast into Holy it, moly. and he's like. The script writers and stuff. I was like, "No, you can't do that. <laughs> That's not following what the first one did. You have to do it this way." Or you know, we kind of guided them to keep them on track. That's, That's pretty funny. Like an eight-year-old consultant or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's pretty funny. There's elements of the second movie that I like better than the first one in true Vito sequel man fashion. I think some of the fighting stuff is cooler. In the second movie, there there was there was a fair amount of edge of your seat stuff in that first movie, but that second one had some really good stuff, man. Um. Okay. Uh oh. No. Well, do we already have dissenting opinions? You don't like <laughs> the second one. I have mixed feelings about the second one. I love the okay. family dynamic between Evie. And Rick, I I just love their love story. I love that they couldn't keep their hands off each other even after having an eight-year-old kid, which really should have actually been six, but 
whatever. Yeah, the timeline. <laughs> the timeline didn't screwy. quite add up there. There was like a production error or something. Um, and Alex, I just love their dynamic. How they were all a family. They all loved going to these digs and everything together. Yeah. And what I had a hard time with was the whole Nefertiti and him having the the tattoo that he got in foster care and all that yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know that. Too convenient. Too convenient that they just yeah. happened to find each other. Those were the two that found each other, and they were the ones that had the link to the past to stop all this. And it's like, well, they didn't need that in the first one. I know he wanted to do something different. I don't know if they had to be like, she was Nefer- the reincarnation of Nefertiti, or you know, she was the pharaoh's daughter, and she fought on Oxuna Moon, and she saw them die. And I don't know. I love the fight scenes. I love that they actually, that was them, those two girls. They were actually doing those fight scenes. They didn't hire actors and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they had to train they a lot. They trained the whole time they were on set. They trained just for those fight scenes. Right. And they kicked ass in them. That's amazing to me. But the whole story about, I don't know. I'm, I'm iffy on that one still. I, lo- I like the movie. I really like the movie. I'm iffy on that part. I absolutely Love it. Mummy Return. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Did anybody Been doubt for a, a second? <laughs> I love the whole Nefertiti and Ox and the Moon connection to the present and the past. I thought that was awesome. I love the the side swipe like cutscenes where she waves the torch and all of a sudden they're back in ancient mm-hmm. Egypt. That I is awesome. I love those transitions. Yeah, I like that. Awesome. The fight scene was awesome. I love those two chicks going at it. That yeah. was great. Very cool stuff. Yes. I love the dynamics with the kid. I thought he was actually really funny as like a kid actor because usually they're pretty annoying. He can't stand yeah. to watch them. Yeah, I really liked him. Yeah, the scenes were with him and that that um, the bodyguard that's sent to like look after him while they're on the train. Where he's got to go to the <laughs> yes. bathroom. And, no, you can't look. I don't like when people look. I don't trust you. And then he leaves and <laughs> hilarious when he's shooting that dude in the ass with the fucking slingshot. <laughs> at the beginning. That's classic stuff, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I get it. I understand that. I, as we've discussed before, a lot of movie tropes, common mm-hmm. movie tropes. I'm like, oh, come on, you know. But I'm just saying, I, I mean, I feel like the first movie had a lot of them, too, you know. And it's just that kind of story. It's meant to, it, because it's paying, tri- these movies are paying tribute to that old school Alan Quartermain yeah. kind of movies from like the 30s. I I feel like they're intentionally tropey and tropey and goofy mm-hmm. like that. So, eh, whatever. Like I said, yeah, I, I can let it go. I, I I really enjoy this movie. I just don't enjoy it as much as the first one. But what's interesting is in all of this talk about it, we haven't brought up uh anything about what the, the big introduction into this movie, which was The Rock. Oh yeah, you know it was his first role in <laughs> like a major in a, in film, a major right? movie yeah, ever, yeah. role. He got paid a lot of money. He actually made it in the hall. Uh, what is it? The Guinness oh, World I Records. Forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah Guinness like World that. Records. World Records for, really? for highest paid first. T- really, first role. First role. Yeah, for five point five million. I wonder if Vince McMahon had anything to do with that, or if it's just because of his WWF. Stuff. Well, at the time, status, right? dude, two thousand and one. I mean, he was like the, the biggest Rock star, right? Like the star the out there, dude. So they were willing huge. to take a chance on him, yeah. right? 
And he's great. Oh, I mean, he God, he's such a good actor, this, man. The I'd... CG job on him at the end is absolutely terrible. Yeah. Which you love, I'm sure. No, I don't, actually. <laughs> I, it was pretty bad. Even when I saw it in 2001, I was oh, like, yeah. ooh, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, but that... they rushed that. Apparently, yeah. they finished mm-hmm. it like eight days before the movie released. Yes, they really? did. Yeah, that's... That explains a lot. I love that scene where you... <laughs> Brendan throws that, the spear at him, and Emma was like, no! <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, God. I'm sorry. But yeah, The Rock, uh, speaking of earlier when I was talking about all the horrors of trying to work on this damn movie, these movies. Yeah, he got really, really fucking sick. Yeah, and he lost like 10 pounds because he got like dysentery type thing, you know. And that, yeah. And that sucks for a guy who's like a bodybuilder and everything. Mm-hmm. That's that's you're yeah, it's so hard to balance and, that. Yeah. That that's his bread and butter right there, yeah. really. Right, right, exactly. That dude's like the hardest working actor in Hollywood. Oh yeah. man. Now I mean yeah. dude, the guy never stops working. And he's always working out like ten hours a day or whatever, or he's on a movie set. And from <laughs> what I understand, by all accounts, overall he's a good dude. Yeah, I hear he's mm-hmm. one of the nicest guys you could meet. Yeah, so. he's he's a good dude. He seems like he seems charitable. Genuine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah charitable. I like the Rock. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. But um, so this movie did pretty good. It didn't do not as well as the first one, but as, it did okay. Yeah, but what it did do well uh, was it got people liked the Rock, people mm-hmm. liked the Scorpion King, and then so spawned. <laughs> A bunch of Scorpion King movies. <laughs> yep. And we're not going to go into a whole thing talking about all the Scorpion King movies because there's, what, five of them? There's freaking five of them. When yeah, did that fi- even happen? The fifth one just came out like eight, nine months ago, right? Something like that? I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> no, let's talk about no, it. No, let's not. It's no, not a, I this wanna... knows there's no point. Well, I know it's for, terrible. I love the first Scorpion King movie. Yes, yes. That too. movie is yes. absolutely great, man. Great I'm movie. down with that. Yeah. I can very get behind that shit. one. I love the rock in it. I have not seen two through four, though. I have not either. I know Randy Couture is in the third one as the villain, I believe. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that time, he was one of the biggest stars in I the, know, but it's... You know. The, <laughs> it's just... But I, Randy Couture is bad motherfucker, but it just... I don't know. There's just something funny to me about Yeah, most of those MMA guys did not make it well in the mainstream movies. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> Steve Austin or whatever his name was. Well, that's not MMA. That's no. Oh, MMA. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, what I'm, was? St- uh, I'm still in wrestling. Sorry. Yeah, but yeah, Stone Cold didn't do that well. He was in a Steven Seagal movie, though. That one wasn't that bad. <laughs> but um, who was the guy who played BA in the 18 movie, like about 10 years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ram- Rampage, Rampage Jackson? Was yeah, that who it was? Ra- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that well in the, in the movies. I think that no. was like the only thing he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I, I thought I heard he didn't do too badly. But really? how do you replace Mr. T? Yeah, man? I mean, that's kind of, yeah. But uh, yeah, so there were others. There were the the first Scorpion King movie uh, is great. Loved yeah, it. Really good. Really good movie. I was I was really surprised. I I think that that's actually a little better, even in some ways, than The Mummy Returns. Um, it's hard to say. It's apples and oranges a little bit, I guess. Yeah. But then they came out with Scorpion King two. Uh, I got to read this because I can't remember these stupid titles. Rise of a Warrior, two thousand and eight. <laughs> Scorpion King 3, Battle for Redemption in 2012. Scorpion King 4, Quest for Power, which I've seen bits of that. Is that where he launches nuclear missiles to the sun? Something like that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Not quite. Uh, 2015, and then 
most famously the most recent one, Scorpion King Five: Book of Souls, which it, wasn't uh, that shabby, huh, Megan? It was all as <laughs> amazingly horrendous. Now, you know. hang on. Now, I have not seen this movie, <laughs> but you two have both seen it. Terrible, from start to ending, terrible. Rebuttal. I don't know. First ten <laughs> minutes, I was ready to turn it off. I was like, I can't. I don't know. I can't make it. I'm not going to make it. This is absolutely terrible. The acting was terrible. It was terrible, Vito. How? How? How do you even? I, I can't even talk. The other that. night, Megan was given like a play by play on our fa- on our private Facebook page. Go, oh my god, this movie! It's ten minutes in. I can't even make it through this. This is garbage. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I'm thinking, and oh Vito man. Vito responds like, oh. I gotta see. Yeah, this. I gotta see this right now. <laughs> so I end up watching. I was like, actually, this first thirty minutes is really good. I wonder if we're actually watching the same movie. Is this Book of Shadows? Oh no, that's Blair Witch Two. Oh, I only put on Book of Souls. <laughs> oh wait a minute. Yeah, this movie's actually still pretty good. So I don't know what Megan's talking about. W- oh my god, dude. The scene with the kid, and he's like looking at this dude as the blacksmith, and he makes the scorpion. That, metal piece. I was like, "Oh, that's that awesome." That was sweet. And then he and gets endearing. into the village and he gets attacked. He's got the arrows in him, and the kid watches him. And then the dude grabs the kid, and you're like, "No, don't kill the kid." Stupid kid shouldn't have even been over there in the first place. He should have stayed with his parents where he was safe. This guy seemed like more of a father figure than his own parents, so I'm not sure what was going. You on. saw them for like two minutes. <laughs> How can you even say that? Because this dude had more relationship with the kid than his own parents did. That's because he was a big barley dude that he could look up to that had a craft that he enjoyed that's what i liked about it It was a good drama piece it set up the rest of the movie now granted it didn't even go back to that. i know now granted now granted it. now granted about? now granted when they went <laughs> it got a little goofy i'll admit there was this golem thing that megan was like bit. there's a little bit a little bit a little bit yeah the golem thing but he grew on us right he grew on me i did yeah. enjoy him at first i was like oh really Ouch, that hurt. <laughs> Not fear. Like, what? <laughs> there was a little bit of a misunbalance between the comedy and the drama, I will admit. He was like the only one that did actually take himself too seriously. Yeah, that's true. I loved when it, I did love when they're at the beach and he goes, Rah! and he like <laughs> beats everybody to the pulp. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, he fought the fire to come to be with her. <laughs> he had to protect that. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah. But when he's like, you know, Scorpion King stabbed that guy. He's like, well done. He's like, who says well done when you're getting stabbed? Come on. A man who respects the person that killed him because he was a true warrior. No. See, if you had ever seen (laughs) Challenge Challenge of the Ninja, Ninja, you would understand. Because you would know when Bruce Barron defeats that other honky, that honky ass <laughs> ninja with his ninja outfit he bought it fucking dick sport that he got at gander mountain because <laughs> he's supposed to be stealth but meanwhile he's wearing a headband that says ninja what <laughs> well, we could be <laughs> it's like how queer and he's wearing a ninja outfit that's camouflage <laughs> Camouflage print uh, in Bruce, the middle of a city where there's the not even any shrubs or anything. <laughs> yeah, he's in a parking lot fighting. Why are you wearing a camouflage suit, bro? <laughs> but see, that's different because clearly it's supposed to be goofy and over no, the top. No, no, no. Oh come on, it has to be the way no, you're describing it. No, oh no, it's dead nuts serious, man. Megan. It's serious, Megan. Business. You uh, one of these days, 
We will introduce you to the wonderful world of Bruce Barron's ninja movies because people out there, they are a true gem upon this measly earth. I, I can't I can't even begin. Just 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 wait. Just wait until you watch that. But yeah, when when he slices the jewel thief up, the uh the uh Kmart ninja and everything, <laughs> and he stabs him and the guy looks at him and he goes, you're a damn good ninja. <laughs> and then he dies. <laughs> so was it kind of like that? Yes. That's exactly what it fucking was. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> so bad. Well, anyway, I, I guess we don't need to <laughs> wax on too much longer about that. But then uh, they came out with... Uh, so then there was like a long there lull, wasn't there? Because mm-hmm. when did the when did the third eight? Yeah, when did the third mummy come out? Yeah, mummy three was two thousand eight or two thousand nine. So it came out right around the uh, Scorpion King two or three. Yeah, two thousand eight. Right. Right. Okay. So yeah, and this one was called Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Uh oh. <sighs> yeah, that's a good sign. So maybe you guys are both in agreement on this one. Yeah, huh? I, d- I didn't like this one. No, this is terrible. Yeah, I felt Every- like I wasted yeah. like two hours of my life. Wow. Everything about this movie is terrible. Yeah. Wow. Brendan Fraser in it is terrible. Wow. The storyline's pretty story, dumb. The family dynamics yeah. terrible. The kids, yeah. Alex, he's grew up. He's terrible He doesn't now. have an English fucking accent. Yeah, he lost He doesn't accent. have an English fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about that in the backroom chat, too. <laughs> Rachel Wise does not reprise her role. Yeah, that that's the biggest. That's mm-hmm. the one that I remember. That should have been their... their freaking cue right there she's like no the script is terrible yeah. i'm not doing it then but. you shouldn't fucking do it why are you guys making it it's a waste of fucking time why don't you money. wait until you have a good script because then that's loss of money it's stupid it's you lost a whole franchise now because yeah. you fucked it up didn't you because there's yeah. supposed to be a fourth movie and after this, they said, yep, yeah, you know what? That. We're just going to reboot it. Screw yeah, it the all, fourth y'all. movie sounded interesting, too, because it was supposed to take place in, like, with Aztecs. Yes, I saw. I read this. Oh, yeah. I would have been down for that. And yeah. Antonio Banderas was supposed yeah. to Oh, yeah, that's it. right. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. that, mm-hmm. that could have been kind of interesting. It could have been, but. Better than this piece of shit. This is total poor CG shit. CG was the worst of the whole Those series. fucking dude. yetis. Um, I, yeah, that's funny. I kind of dug the yeti. <laughs> that's funny. I kind of dug the Yeti plot line. Like, that could have been cool. They, but... they, they fucking launched that guy and goes, go! Like, well, when he booted that dude in the ass, that was that was really funny. <laughs> and he went through the pillars. That was, that was <laughs> But the CG at the, at the intro when um, uh, the sorcerer abroad, the Lee Meng or whatever her mm-hmm. name is, she and they turned into like this chocolate syrup like effect. Right. It was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. Absolutely awful. I couldn't even stomach it. If that tells you anything, <laughs> and you would, us a lot. <laughs> and you would, yeah. I mean, think about that, folks. When Vito says like a, a sequel like that is just flat out terrible, it's like, folks, that's bad. It's that's like a just walk away. There's a couple scenes where I did laugh out loud, though. I will admit, when Jonathan he's on fire, he said, "My ass is on fire." Smack my ass. I thought <laughs> yes. that was pretty funny. Was pretty, I'll, <laughs> John- give, I'll give you that one, guys. Again, Jonathan to the rescue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they're in the plane and they're like, "What's that smell?" and he goes, "Oh, the, the yak yak." <laughs> that was pretty good. <sighs> it's pretty good. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I mean, and on top of it, you had Jet Li in this movie, yeah. so you'd think that there was promise. 
But he was barely in it. I, I was going to say, there would have been promise had he had more time to actually be in the movie and right. then have to CGI, badly CGI him either terracotta or mummy. Yeah. Yeah. That. But there was a good acid death scene in this one, too. Oh, I here we point go. That up. Yeah. yeah. So, so far, I got, what, three redeeming qualities? That one guy's head got chopped off by. That was pretty cool. Was that the power saw, saw blade? I can't remember. Because he's like, no, take me, take me. And the dragon's like, Whoa. yeah, 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 that's right. Get yeah, off yeah, me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there was a power, like a Makita saw blade coming out of nowhere mm-hmm. for some reason. That that didn't make sense to me. <laughs> like, they didn't have power saws in ancient China. <laughs> pretty sure, anyway. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure they didn't. <laughs> and I guess them um, drawing, quartering that guy, the general, that was pretty cool too, I guess. Yeah. There's about a half dozen things that are good about those <laughs> things, but other than that, it's... The, the deaths are pretty cool. Yeah. I'm good with the good deaths. deaths. The street scene, like the chase scene with the horse well, carriage, the, that yeah. was that was okay. It wasn't yeah. as good as the bus scene in Memory Returns, though. I like the bus scene. Or when they're all in the car. That car scene, scene yeah, in, yeah, in that's Mummy, true. Mummy Returns. Yeah. yeah, I love that part. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, it's yeah. That's the problem with this series is it started out so strong, and then just kind of gradually like <laughs> made its way teetered on down the hill. You know, just yeah. Uh. Yeah, and like the love story between Alex and the girl. Like, I, I just couldn't so get behind dumb. that yeah, one either. That was dumb. Ugh. Well, you could say maybe she was turned on by his English accent, but nope. you ain't got one. Can't be that. And then on top of it, yeah, like we said earlier. He was kind of a dickhole, too. Yeah. And then replacing Evie with a whole new Evie, which they even kind of reference. And they, and, yeah, they did. But, like, the, that's not... She was a bitch Evie, though. I was just going to say... They're like, oh, we made her tougher. She can handle herself. And it's like, no, she's just a bitch. <laughs> And that's not who Evie is, anyway. No. She's supposed to be a little bit bumbly and distressed and distress a little bit, yeah. but still manages to. She's kick got some the ass. smarts for it, but you know, yeah, not exactly. She was more brains-ish, and he was brawn, and yeah, mm-hmm. it was a good combo. Yeah, my favorite scene with the new Evie and Rick was after he was stabbed, and they brought him back, and they were in the bed. But again, it was more of a loving and stuff. I don't know. And then it was quickly shot to hell when the son walked in. She's like, fix this. No, and she walks and, and away. Thing, like, no, nobody dies in these movies. Because you know they're going to bring him back somehow. Yeah. You know fucking Rick's not going to die. They're well, going to bring him back. All the with... American dudes died in the first one. That's true. Yeah. But all the main characters you know aren't going to die. Benji or whatever his name <laughs> died. Yeah, Benji was great. I, I loved love him. Benji. He's really funny. And the, the guy that was hanging, that hung Rick. Yeah. I like oh, him yeah. too. <laughs> he died. That's true. But those were all characters you kind of knew were going to get it. Even like the American archaeologist guys. Like you're like, oh boy, you know, here's the red shirts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. they're, they're, somebody's got to go. Mm. Yeah. But, oh, those, which, it was the second one, all those little mini guys, the midgets. The midgets oh. And it, those are pretty fun. The little people. The, sorry. When Jonathan's reading that, 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 Thing and he sees those stones. He goes, "Don't worry, they won't cross the stones." He goes, "Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure." And the guy comes and rips his face off. He goes, like, oh, "I'm sorry." Took off running. Sorry, sorry. That was awesome. <laughs> Forgot about those guys. So anyway, I mean, I don't know. I think at this point, there's not too much more to say about the movies in terms of 
summarizing them and stuff. But I got a few questions I want to put to you guys, mainly to you guys, because you guys are the much bigger fans of this whole franchise than me, although I do like it. But um, who would you say was like your favorite character, like not counting like the bad guys and stuff? Like who is your favorite character or characters if you can't choose one? I personally have to go with Jonathan because I loved him in all three movies. He's okay. my consistent one character I always enjoyed. I can always rely on him. Yeah, you do like the goofy characters. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I like him goofy. It could have been Rick if he wasn't so sucky in the third one. Then. Yeah, exactly. Or if they had the right Evie in the third one. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Vito, what about you? <sighs> Not counting villains, it'd have to be Evie. Yeah. Yeah. Just because she's... Like a super smart, cool chick who is down to earth and she's gorgeous. And I love watching her in the movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's number one. Obviously. Okay. <laughs> I can get behind that. Yeah, but Rick is cool. Um, he's a little bit too Brendan Frasery for me, you know? But <laughs> Jonathan is a close second, though. He's, yeah. he's okay. I love him. Yeah. I love Evie for all the pretty much the same reasons you stated. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to go with, uh, what was his name? Ardeth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The, He's a badass motherfucker, badass, dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was the dude that when. The Magi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When I, when I saw the first movie, I, I, I was kind of like, Hey, you know, I, I don't know how I feel about this at first. Cause it was real goofy, mm-hmm. you know? And they introduced him, you know, early in the movie very briefly. But then when he came back into it and he added that more serious kind of. He kept it grounded. Dark, dark, Mm -hmm. mysterious, serious. Like he didn't, you know, none of this shit wasn't a fucking joke to him. You know what I mean? Like it was and he was a badass warrior and everything. And. It, yeah, I, for that, I see because like I would have probably even though I'm not a horror guy. I probably would have preferred a little bit more of that darker, serious kind of slightly more horror-ish kind of side to things. I think I would have enjoyed it even more at times. At times. Mm-hmm. I liked the humor in these movies, though. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's funny. There's parts that I laugh out loud at. So, But, yeah, so for me, and he's got his moments where he lightens up a little bit and stuff, you know, but so for me, I'd have to say that's my favorite character. Yeah, um, I think I liked him more in the second one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With his little uh, falcon that he's got. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, that was, falcon. yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I liked when like he showed up at their house in the very beginning and he's helping her fight off. There's another reason. All of a sudden, she's a big fighter. Yeah. Like, what? Okay, whatever. What, in the second one? In the second one. She's well, like instantly she thought she had a protect- I mean, I know like he taught her some stuff. Right. She's like, that I learned from your father. This, I don't know how I learned. It's like, <laughs> how does she, like, all of a sudden, I guess she just started having visions or something, but whatever. Well, that, that, yeah, I took it because she was having the vision. It was like, she doesn't know where these things, they were like, they were bred into her because like a maturing candidate or something. But she's got yeah. skills. She's got the skills, but so they so they explain that away. Yes, yeah, you know, and plus, yeah, after what everything you had been through in that first movie, yeah, you better believe Rick's gonna be like, all right, look, 
I know your bumbly ass is going to probably get us <laughs> into into more trouble, and and I probably will too because I just seem to attract trouble. Now we got a bumbly ass kid that's going to probably get us into trouble. Who's going to blame us for starting trouble? And the third one, and he's the one that fucking did it. Yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah, he tried to pass the buck. Mm-hmm. Punk ass uh, kid. Little punk, yeah. <laughs> little punk bitch. <laughs> but... <laughs> anyway, so I can buy that, you know, over whatever, eight years, although it should only be six, yeah. uh, that, that Rick would have been like, all right, I'm going to teach you Yeah, some but he's stuff. like more knock down, drag out America and kick my ass kind of thing. Not like gymnastics and but that martial came arts. from the Nefertiti connection and stuff, right? That came from that. I get it. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Come on, Megan. <laughs> See, right? I'm getting in with the sequel man mentality of this. You got to you just got to. Just got to let it happen. Just let it happen. All right. Okay. Um. All right. Well, then, who do you guys think was the best villain? Imhotep. Blintz Imhotep. Yeah. I mean, his powers, his whole story of how he became, you know, how he was cursed, how he was trapped inside the sarcophagus with the scarab beetles. They would constantly eat him. Then he had to eat them to stay alive, and then they would revive, and yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Plus, you had the love story he's building on, too, and he's just got it all. And it's kind of an unfair question, I guess, because... He's one sexy mummy, too. Ew, really? Yeah. He's Well, he is dark man. I, I, can, I can see why. He yeah, he's all regenerated. Dark so this man one, two. good-looking mummy. Dark man two and three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had to shave him twice a day to keep I that know. sexy, uh, glistening body look. Mm-hmm. Wow. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't comment on any of that. Um, but I mean, the thing is, is it's just like Scorpion King is great, but I don't think of Scorpion King as like a villain, you know, mm-hmm. what I mean? especially not in the Scorpion King movie. Right. And know? then they turn it around. Right. right. Which he's much better as the, the character that you root for and kind of the good guy. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And then Jet Li was just, you know. They worthless yeah they, they did that yeah exactly just half could have been great done but yeah. half see my theory is they had a movie about an ancient chinese um conqueror that was going to come back to life and they said you know what this would make an interesting mummy movie let's take that script and Combine. force feed this in like they did with that x-files movie mm-hmm. could be that makes sense you know mm-hmm. you never know that's how i take it yeah, I mean, they, just from that, like an ancient, um, ancient Chinese mummy and his terracotta, because it's a real deal. Yeah, his terracotta army and stuff like that. That's a cool idea, and they freaking yeah. fucked it up. An ancient <laughs> it was so Chinese depressing. Mummy. An ancient Chinese secret, huh? You guys know that? No. That's from really Big Trouble in Little China. No. <laughs> no. Showing my age again. I know there's people out there gonna be like, "Oh yeah, I know what that is." There was an old, uh, was it for like all or cheer or one of those like one of those detergents. Detergents. You never heard about that? I mean, it's probably before your times, I guess. But that old famous commercial. No. Oh wow. Okay. There was a commercial. Okay, real quick, I gotta explain. <laughs> so there was a commercial. It was really famous. They played it for seemed like forever back in the late seventies and stuff. Where, uh. Guy's got ring around the collar. You remember the whole thing about ring around the collar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, at least one of me's got the ring around the collar no. thing. Oh, wow. See, folks, this is where the age <laughs> thing really becomes a problem because I know there's people out there that are closer to my... And like, yeah, ring around the collar. Everybody remembers that whole catchphrase thing. You've got ring around the collar. Mm-hmm. And when you get like a stain around the collar... Like the sweat. Of your, of, mm-hmm. Yeah, sweat stain. Like, 
Yeah. And there was the whole thing was like all temperature or whatever it was that detergent. And the one the one woman comes in and says something about like goes into like it's 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 kind of I guess racist ish and now, but goes into the Chinese laundry, right? And it's like, I don't know how you always manage to get these ring around the collar out so well and get my shirt so clean and guys says, Oh, it's ancient Chinese secret, blah, blah, blah. And then like one of the other like his wife or whatever walks in with and is like, oh, we're all out of all temperature. Tells and the woman goes, ancient Chinese secret, huh? Wow, <laughs> I gotta look up this YouTube video. You do. Here. <laughs> yeah, just look it up. Just go look up ancient Chinese secret commercial. I'm telling you, but whatever. I shouldn't have had to fucking explain all that. <laughs> well, this is. I had another question, but I mean, this is a stupid Forget question. I who was the better Evie? Oh, Rachel Weiss. Yeah, absolutely. I think we already answered Without that. A doubt. I don't think anybody in the entire world would select <laughs> Maria Bello or whatever her name is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the family dynamic in these movies? Like how they grew that? Like, because I feel like great start, you know, roots in the first movie. I really enjoyed where they went with the second movie. And then it all sort of fell apart, fell apart. by the third movie. I like the the idea that Alex would move away because of something and he wouldn't have contact with his parents again, but that should have happened towards the end of the third movie. Like there should have been something where Evie died because um, Rick couldn't save her or something like that. And Alex was like, why did you let that happen? Not because Rick was a bad parent. Right. That that I did not like. Because that's not how they portrayed him in the second movie. He was a participatory father. He was there and affectionate Mm -hmm. and everything. Right. After going through all of that to save his son, why would he didn't be a dick? I don't, I didn't like that at yeah. all. But I you know, I loved again, I loved the the first two family dynamics. The second one fell apart. And I get, you know, he's growing up, he wants to kind of spread his wings and become himself, got out from under his father and mother's um shadows and everything like that. But I agree. He sh- there should have been a different way and I don't like that they made Rick the bad guy and he's like Evie's like, fix this. You need to fix this. And so I was like, okay. What should have happened in the third movie, they go on another adventure. Evie dies because of something. Alex blames his father. But then in the meantime, between movie three and four, Rick remarries some other chick, and Alex can't forgive him for that. And that's why they're separated. And something should happen where they reunite at the end of the fourth one. See everybody. Write it Boom. And film it. <laughs> Done. This is why Vito Marchese. Right Vito Marchese should be coming up with your sequels because who better to do it than sequel man himself? This is true. And then, then you wouldn't have these horrible bombs. <laughs> you would just have different horrible bombs. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's wrap it up then. So here's the big question. So if you guys, uh, I know we normally do five, but that's a stretch with this. Let's go three. So three being, you know, the least best to number one. Pick your pick and rank your three movies, and they, from any of them, it can be the Mummies, the Scorpion Kings, all that. Mm. So three is the worst. Well, not worst, what, what's but like, happening? pick your three favorites. Oh, three favorites. But number one, obviously, would be the most favorite. I could do mine if you want me yeah, to. Yeah, do yours yeah, first. I'm still thinking okay. that's hard. Oh, no. You all ready for this? No. All right. Dun, 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 dun. So my, <laughs> I'm going to go one to three. I'm going to go from okay. favorite to 
to least favorite. My number one is The Mummy Returns. My second one. Mm-hmm. My number two is the first Scorpion King movie. Okay. And my number three is The Mummy. Wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I pulled a little bit of a veto on that one, huh? You did. I did not see that one coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After watching them again recently, I would have originally put Mummy... The, the first mummy like way higher at like one or two but after watching them again recently i went mm, you know what i still enjoy that first mummy movie but it doesn't resonate with me as much as it did 20 years ago mm-hmm. i found myself enjoying the second one more overall as a movie and then and yeah i mean the rock and the and the story and everything and how they changed they they turned the scorpion king into more of a hero character and everything in that movie it's just a great movie great action movie sorry mummy you go the 1999 mummy that just still great but it's just the least great so either you guys you think you can rank it's probably going to be the mummy returns the mummy and then the scorpion king one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Or two, one, three. Well, I mean, well, in yeah, order. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. in order. Top, your number, your number yeah. one, your top is Mummy Returns. Yeah. Then the Mummy. Then, then Scorpion Scorpion's King. least favorite. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Yeah. I'm gonna flip it a little. I'm gonna do the original Mummy. You mean the, the ninety nine? The ninety nine Mummy is your favorite. My favorite. The Mummy Returns and Scorpion. Five. The book. Well, yeah. Not. I no. Get, all right. Show's over, guys. No. You heard our top three. <laughs> See you guys. Li- <laughs> No, <laughs> no, don't. But but the, Megan in Scorpion, Scorpion King, so not number one, five. One, one. Okay. I don't know because what know. about? I With thought you. Rock. Wait, you, wait, wait. Okay. What? Wait, I thought you loved that scene in Scorpion King five when that guy jumps two feet off the ground. <laughs> that, was, that was so terrible. Tell me you did not see that. I don't know if I did see that part or not. <laughs> or if I did it so when they like matrix it like they it's this big like, move. Oh. Really. He's but like, he only jumped jumped this, like this high off the ground. the ground. And he like went this far. <laughs> I was like, oh my fucking God. Are you, I'm done. I'm so, Vito's going to love this. And That's I did. it. I, well, love is a strong word. I didn't love it, but I, I liked it enough you to strongly... keep watching it. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. Jesus. Well, anyway. So, yeah, that's that was fun talking about these <laughs> movies and you know, if people are bummed that we didn't go more in depth with like those other Scorpion King movies and stuff like that, eh, you know, maybe in the future. Yeah, we might talk about that in the future because there's a lot to talk about. I I haven't seen like I, especially you tell me like the third one. You think you had like Randy Couture? Yeah, I think I'm he's like, in the third one. I'm the like, oh, I haven't shit. seen two through four, so I'm not sure. We might what need the quality to watch. Is, yeah, yeah, we might need to watch those, man, because mm-hmm. that sounds like a schlock fest. Yeah. That That'd might, be interesting. That might be fun to go. We'll back have and, fun with that. Yeah, that could be another <laughs> Patreon video. Maybe yeah, yeah, there like, you go. We talk about Scorpion King movies. <laughs> Oi, oi, yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, cool. This was fun, and we will be back. Uh, not with a, a video. Well, it'll be a video too, but we will be back with our what we call our audio cast, where we are going to not talk about mummy movies, but talk about. Actual mummies. Yeah, actual ancient Egypt, you know. Talk about all this kind of stuff. And uh, there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah, Yeah. and here, what was it we saw in here? The 
eating the ass. Oh my God, yeah. There was something about ritualistic eating of the ass. <laughs> and people at home are rolling, the Nomi are rolling their eyes going, oh, Larry, here you go, getting vulgar again. I swear it's, to you, it's, it's in, in this book. It says ritualistic eating of the ass. <laughs> now, I think they mean a donkey. Probably. But still. Yeah. Repulsing the eater of the ass is what it said. That's why I took a picture because I knew I couldn't find it. Repulsing the eater of the ass. Ladies and gentlemen, has there ever been a more (laughs) tailor-made, like, gore grind death metal song? Here it is. See? Oh, sorry. Everybody can see it. Repulsing the eater of the ass. Swear to God, that's what it says. (laughs) And it says in the Book of the Dead, you never go ass to mouse. (laughs) (laughs) They even knew it in ancient times, guys. (laughs) They could have told you, yeah, back in old BC times, you never go ass to mouth. (laughs) Even if they meant donkey, it's just you never go ass to mouth. Yeah. Whole different kind of donkey show there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh! All right, on that note, before I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up. Yeah, you're done. I'm cutting you off. We're done. (laughs) You're done. All right, we are out of here. But yeah, uh, check back soon. We're gonna have the uh, our like whole Egyptology uh, discussion where we're gonna talk about legit stuff and old stories and rumors and conspiracies and stuff. You know, attached to. You know, here you go. The Stargate conspiracy, all that kind of stuff we're going to get into. Vito's going to be all about it, about it. And if you like what you heard and saw today, make sure you subscribe so you get all of our lovely videos. Mm-hmm. And comment and share with your friends. Che- check out our Patreon page because we're going to start putting up some Patreon exclusive content soon. So if you like this stuff, uh, it only it doesn't cost very much. It's very, very cheap. <laughs> so and you get even more stuff if you want more stuff so and if you're looking for free ways to help us out then leave us a five-star review on itunes or whatever podcast app you listen to because oh, that man. does help guys Absolutely. a lot big time that's that's worth its weight in gold yep yep like gold treasure and from... the thumbs up and stuff on youtube all that yep. stuff helps we love it all yeah so on that note we will say farewell Au revoir. Au revoir, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Adios. See you later, mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, mummy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Let us know what you think in the comments, as well as Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please click on the links in the description to follow us, and make sure you hit that subscribe button below. And if you want to help us out, please check out our Patreon page as well. We'll be back with more soon. Thanks. 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 Holy shit, did we do it? Yeah, we did it.